Yo, 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 what up, what up, what it do, what it do, it's your boy G Kid, I'm here with my man Axel Foley. And we are back. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Yo, man, I do apologize, podcast listeners, man, I've been, I've been grinding, no Axel, I've been grinding at the new job, so we've just been grinding, but please, please, truthfully, stay patient, uh, stay patient with us, please. Uh, truthfully, I had a real bad left testicle infection. Oh, man. Skeezers. So I'm gonna say about that, but I'm cured. (laughs) Word up, word up. So we back at it once again. You know, you know, it's St. Mark's Park after dark podcast. We back at it once again. Um, We've been off a little hiatus. Like I said, I've been grinding at my job. I know he's been grinding at his job, but trust me, just keep having faith in us. We still gonna be dropping the bangers for you. Uh, Today's topic, man. I was telling about. uh, I was telling how I was walking. I was I was telling I was walking up. I said for all the podcasts that don't know, I work for the post office. So sometimes you know I'm a I, I do a deliver the mail. So it'd be times I just be I don't listen to the music in my headphones. I just be walking and and be thinking. And and I thought about uh, the other day. That's brought up to me. I was like, bro, what happened to the hip hop when hip hop used to have all the cats with the black you know hbcus they had the spellman they had the morehouse they had the howard they had the hampton shirts on with the black medallions we touched on it in a season one we we're talking about rap we we're talking about music and the smoking grooves tour but we want to go in depth this time about like what happened man like in the early 90s like from 89 88 to maybe like 93 even in like even some of the soft not i want to say soft kings right but this the beginning version beginning era of gangster rap when it wasn't too too hard yeah, cats was, still had like the Howard shirt and the Hampton shirt the Spellman shirt the Morehouse shirt and it's like people still had the black fizz they had the medallions like and, and then like by like 9-3 shit was gone I'm just trying to figure like like what happened bro and like and, you know it's 2023 and people trying to try to bring it back you know here you know they, here and there somebody got a sweater on a baseball cap you know, uh, t-shirt on, but it's not heavy like it used to. Yo, know, I'm talking about every. I feel like every music video, whether it was a, a uh, it was a, a pop rap, it was hardcore rap, it was a regular rap, conscious somebody rap. Somebody was repping at HBSU. Yeah, man, all the time, man, and I or, feel like uh, an African medallion. Yeah, man, that shit was heavy, and it and it just and it. I feel like it brought to people. What made me think about all I was walking on the streets was. I, I listened to my headphones one time. And I was listening to Arrested Development, Tennessee. For all my uh, pockets, if you don't know about Arrested Development, Tennessee, that was my joint. And cats had the medallions on, and, and it was just black, black, black. Conscious blackatilism. Yeah, man. It's like, where do we, how do we lose? Like, how do, first of all, how do we lose it? And where did it go, man? And so, actually, I, I, I want to pick your brain, man. What, 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 you thought, like, what was, what do you think? Could it cause this to happen, bro? The powers that be stepped in and was like, "Nah, we about to dumb it down." <laughs> yeah, we don't want we don't want we don't want black people thinking that well, they they the kings and that. kings and queens. Yeah, we want them to dumb that down. We want them to be killers and, and drug addicts and, and hustlers. Yeah, that sounds more cool. <laughs> Yo, man, and like that. that shit blew my mind because That's the conscious rap. Because I don't even know where they get that word conscious from, and. And even with that, even with that, 
I don't know. A lot of them rappers was preaching that back to Africa shit. A lot of them motherfuckers ain't even go. Word up. Word so, up. You know, I understand what they were trying to kick. Yes. And what they were trying to tell us. But I don't really think they were telling us the right thing. Number one, they were pushing this black thing. And you know how I feel about that. Yes. That was just silly. And then a lot of those, um, like I know with X Clan, they was wearing the hats with the the uh, the onk. Yes, it. yes, they that were. Thing, yeah, that that doesn't even that has a lot of meanings in a lot of different places. Okay, okay, <laughs> is what I'm gonna say. Okay, okay, I can so, go with that. So I mean, I, I understand the meaning of it. We're gonna be different than the killing and the the negative things. We're going to try and and say stuff positive and put in the minds of our people that we were above this and still can be above. We could. And we could. But some of the images that they used, I don't think were right. And some of the terms weren't right. But the the initiative is what I'm saying. Yeah. I understand the message that Yeah. You know what I'm saying? More so than fuck that bitch, kill that bitch, I'm gonna shoot some niggas down the street. I mean, you know. Masilla's crack. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, but and and also money. <laughs> that's what changed a lot of shit. Too. Yeah, man. That's I'm telling you, man, because you 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 seen it too, because remember you you had the uh the Queen Latifas, you had yeah. the sister soldiers. You and I, T Y. Yeah. That was my shit. Yeah, when man. You the ladies first and ladies you know, first with the Af- that's another yeah, video that's I saw shit. besides listening to Tennessee on on my headphones. I seen I seen that uh that video Queen Latifah and Moni Love. Yeah, that yeah. shit was hard. That shit. that shit was hard, bro. Yeah. And Ladies first. Um, ladies had, first. Had, ladies uh, first. That shit was hard, bro. Lynn Cuse was out there before she changed her name to ISIS. I mean, but they was they had a message. Yeah, they definitely had a message. Definitely had a message. But the powers that be stepped in and was like, listen. But why? But why? <laughs> I was saying, why would they do? Because they, to keep you down. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that's just like Jack Cates told Reggie Hammond. He said, I'm putting you down. I'm keeping you down. <laughs> <laughs> Word up, he did say he that. He damn sure did that. The whole he did. movie called him nigger, watermelon, spirit chucker. Yeah, he did. He, he did, bro. And I like, but my thing is, why didn't we fight through? It was the money. I think the money was probably why people was like the root of all. Evil. It is root of all evil, bro. I'm telling you, man. Like, can't you wear dashikis and he a little took that shit off? Yo, I'm talking about. And I was telling Axel off the air, man. Like. When when uh when NW, NWA no no it was Snoop Dogg and Doctor Dream he was like no more no more uh, medallions black fists it's just that gangster glare with gangster raps I was like that's it that right there it just it started turning right there bro for me it started turning right there the summer of 1993 <laughs> yeah man it just started turning and then it started becoming like it was more like he like he was saying like it was more like let's sell drugs let's pimp some hoes let's just do the opposite of Everything those other guys just said. was talking about, yeah, man, like complete total. It wasn't, and, and like not even having a, like not wearing a medallion. Like I, I felt like maybe the powers that be was getting scared because cats was like cats was having dreadlocks. And back, remember, like for for my older podcast listeners, having dreadlocks in the nineties, that was like you were more like more in tune, more in tune. <laughs> so you had the dreads, you had the black medallion on, and. 
And I think white people were scared, bro. I think they was like, yo, what what are these black people going? What if these black people unite and, and start changing? It, it might change everything. And I guess they was like, we gotta find a way to kill that motivation. But but did the dreadlocks lose its strength and meaning when white boys started getting dreadlocks? Nah, uh, to me, no. Cause it wasn't it wasn't the kids who were the white kids who were getting dreadlocks. I'm not saying they were down for the cause. Please, podcast, don't say that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, those guys, they had a, they were doing their research. They weren't doing dreads just to look because it looked cool. They did dreads, like, oh, I'm Rastafari. Like, I study this. I, I'm into this. Like, I read about it. I think some of them motherfuckers was doing that to get down and get money. <sighs> They didn't give a shit, man. I, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm, like I said. I'm saying like this. In my opinion, if there was ten white guys with dreads, I'm gonna say three guys. Me personally, I can't speak for you, but I'm saying three people <laughs> was doing it for the money. The other seven was people who really puffing weed. Like I've been to Jamaica several times. I live in California. All I do, I study this. I, I don't even eat meat. This is with vegetarians or even vegetarians back in the nineties. About these guys were like living the Rastafarian life. So I think seven out of ten was doing that. Three were definitely in it for the money, for the bitches. Mm-hmm, I'm agreeing mm-hmm. with that. But I think seven was really in tune with what was going on. Listen, a lot of Bob Marley just having the time and like thinking about like what is he talking about? What, is he, what, what was Bob Marley? What was his essence? And they try to embody that. And and, and they were white and they tried to say, hey. Don't judge me because I'm white with dreads. Judge me because I'm a I'm a I'm a human being. And they they had you know they weren't saying like I'm white with dreads. They go I'm a human. They understood that black people are human. Like they didn't try to make it a color thing. I think the people the white guys with dreads who were really on they were making it as this is a human a human thing, not a black and white thing. So it was it was what you're saying is it was just hippies from the '60s and the '90s. Yeah, I'll go with that. Yeah, but shout out, a, and uh, shout out to Snow. And his informant ass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, like, like I said, but like, because even like, like, and you even see like, remember in uh, House Party Two, the kid who had the dreads. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that was uh, Eminem's cousin Ronnie. Yeah, like uh, he was from the young. <laughs> his group was the young black teenagers. Go ahead. Yeah, you feel <laughs> what I'm saying, but like him. Remember, he 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 studied. He lived hip hop. He. And, oh, I'm not saying you couldn't study, and there wasn't. Uh, some uh, a couple of real ones out there. That's what but I'm saying. A lot of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Seven, seven out of ten was on the real. Three of them was on it for the money. I, that's what I'm saying. To you, it might be five out of five. Like five was for the money. Five was for being real. To me, it was seven real. Three for the money. Well, you know, you could. That's also like being a preacher. You can know your shit and still sell people a bunch of bullshit. Hundred percent. So he could have knew uh, Malcolm X speeches. Back and forth, but still getting your money. No, hundred <laughs> percent. You're right. You're right. You're right. But yeah, I, I mean, the fall off of all of that was because I think of those reasons we talked about, like, and people was just wasn't trying to go back to that shit at all, yo. Yeah, man. I don't know, but I don't know. It, yo, I felt like they got off the back to Africa bus. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, and I don't know, like, like you said, maybe the powers that be didn't want to have uh, people like. Feeling proud, like I feel like having black people feel proud about themselves. But for a minute, bro, you, you, yo, that shit was like untouchable. You would see a, a black dude walking the streets and anywhere and on a movie, but oh, he, he, he for the power. And it was like, it, it, I think it was scaring white people. I think I truly think it was scaring white people. They was like, yo, we gotta find another avenue to take these black people down. And because and, they, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was scaring them. 
I think it was, bro. Not scared of them like they were scared, like, oh, they're going to attack us, but scared like, what can these baby become? They might, what, they, what can they become? They might become the doctor. They might become the engineer and take, take our job. Because remember, and even in higher learning, remember Remy was complaining about all the Indian people, all these people taking all the, all the white man's jobs. They weren't, it, was, it were anybody's jobs. But white, most white people had those jobs. And I feel like when it was people dressing in the dashikis and, and pushing education and, 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 and doing the right thing and being black and black, I, I thought yeah. that was scaring white Americans. They was like, damn, these guys going to start taking our jobs. Then what are we going to do? But I think if, if, all right, well, say if you own the university, you're not really scared. And, and, and plus, it's good to have different ethnic people spending their money at your university 100%. to become whoever they think they're going to become because you know most of them won't. That's true. So to say, oh, you guys are always taking the job, I, I, don't, I don't believe that because there's a lot of guys who go to college to do certain things and then wind up doing something else. Yo, that's, so they're not, that's take, they're not really taking your job unless maybe you should try harder. Yeah, but so, no, I'm totally agreeing. That. I remember <laughs> when, I, when I was in college, they, they, they were telling you, they was like, some people graduate with a degree and do several things different in the field that they got it in. So I, I'm firsthand, so I know that can happen. But I mean, I mean like in, a, in a terms of like, they wanted black people to be like always n- keep not even keep you down. Yeah, they wanted to keep they, they wanted them to be just the worker. They didn't want them to be the manager. They didn't want them to own their business. Well, not just You feel what I'm saying? Like I feel yeah. like they but wanted them I to mean, just be just a worker. Not we don't want you to get get the opportunity to become assistant manager. We don't want you to become the manager. We don't want you to be having your own store. And I feel like that every race of creed has those people though. No, of course, but what I'm saying is I felt like White America felt like we want to keep them in one position in one box, and I felt like when you had the the African black on black, it was like, "Yo, let's break out that box." I felt like they was that's what I said. I felt like they were scared of us getting outside the box, and I felt like when they when they got scared, that's when it came to let's keep telling these hip hop guys about destroying destroying their their community, and that's exactly what these guys did. They started. My question is. All right, if we would have been thinking outside the box, um, like the songs we're suggesting that we should have been doing, once we're outside the box, where do we go? I felt like, me personally, just you're saying in general. In general. That question, I feel like that's why I feel like that's why they failed us because they didn't have the, the people who were preaching no, those and, stuff. Get outside the box. They didn't have an answer. They didn't have the next step. They didn't have, exactly. and they should have had a next step. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't want to blame them, but they should have had a next step. Exactly. They should have had a next step. They should have had a next step. Because they were preaching, get out the box, get out the box, get out the box. Get out the box. When we got the box, what are we going to do? We got the box. Oh, we don't know. Oh, we don't yeah, know. They should have had an answer for that. <laughs> Damn right. That's what they, and that's why I feel, I feel, so they kind of like felt us in that way that they didn't have an answer. And we have nothing else to turn to once we was outside the box, and then all you see is, hey, we got money. And weed and chains and prestige. Yeah, we're gonna go that way. Yeah. Yeah. You guys didn't have nothing else. Yeah. <laughs> and, 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 but another another thing why I probably didn't have an answer, because the people who probably did have the answer, they were locking them up, bro. Like they like said, Huey Newton and all those guys, like the people who caught it, who probably had a solution, an answer to what was gonna be next, they were killing them or putting them in jail. So they couldn't ever tell us. But they could write letters and books. 
those guys did write letters and books. No, they did, but like, but what? What's, and we didn't read. Them. That's the because that's the that's and that's and from the beginning of time. That's the black man's downfall. They don't like to read, bro. Mm-hmm. So all the all so most I can't speak for every black man, but most black people they want hands on. So they'd have had that guy on the streets preaching to them. They'd have been more effective. They pick up the book that you wrote and I mean, read that. It's like, nah, I don't want to do that. I want you to be out like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there are probably more people, there were probably more people who were at more Malcolm X uh, live preachings than when he when he made a book and read it because he was like, yo, I don't like to read, but what you're saying in person, that hits me. And I feel like they had a lot of people in jail. So even though you're right, even though they did write these books, the average black guy from the ghetto ain't going to pick that book up to read it. Whereas if that person was on the street, they didn't went to one of his sermons and would have saw and they were like, okay, now we got the answer. Now we know what the next step is. But like I said, he either killed them or put him in jail, or they got killed in the inner city. So it was like, set up from the, from the CIA, or, you know, so it was like. COINTELPRO, baby. Yeah, see what I'm saying? So it was like, I think we got the answer. The answer was to get out the box, and then they didn't have an answer for what we did when we got out the box. I think wrong. that's what it was, bro. Cause, <laughs> and and then, when, then, like I said, then once, and I'm not faulting uh NWA or any Onyx, no, 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 so no. I'm not for them. I'm just saying they were doing their job. They're doing their job. That's what they were paid to, to do. do. And they, and I'm not mad at them. Minds of the youth. Not everybody took to it, but the ones who did got him. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you know I was even I was even thinking because one thing I was thinking about uh, the other day was when you went to the double CD, the Wu Tang double was a classic CD by the way. Double CD. He said he we said do a review on. He that. was like he, he was like. You ain't gotta go to school. You just listen to the double CD. But a double CD, they had a message. But a double CD, you were talking about some wild shit too, though. So it was like again, they gonna say some shit to get you to get that money, and then not tell you some shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it was kind of like, don't go to school, sure. You just all the education you need. No, it wasn't, and that wasn't all the education you need. But I understand the concept. Like we gonna give you some jewels in here, but we also gonna do the wrong thing in here too. So you just gotta take it with it, like you know, it's like a. A double edged blade. We gonna we gonna tell you some bad shit, but we gonna tell you some messages too. And it's like, nah, bro. We need the message. And we need the message. We need the message to be clear. Uh-huh. And like I said, I feel like the cats who could have gave the message were either killed, put in jail, or shot on the streets. And it's like, oh, they turned state. Yeah. So it was like, damn. But it was this podcast. I mean, I mean, if, if, or, if you're old or, enough, go ahead. Or, or they did it. Or they did. They did what Flash did to the five heartbeats. Got him up to a, a a high point and stepped off. And stepped off. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, my, for my like I said, apocalypse. If you know, if you grew up in the time like the nineties, bro, you remember that that it was a it was a period, man, where that's all people was wearing was the medallions, the proud black, proud, 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 proud. And if, and I felt and that's another reason I feel like it was scaring people because people I feel like white America's like, oh, this about to be another movement on the black, another form of Black Panther movement, like in a different way, like a. Uh, a soft, not hard, but like, because you know, because Bobby they was carrying guns. Like this was like a way of be proud. You were you were you were once a king. You were once a queen, and they were trying to like mold it, a, 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 like shape it a different way. And I feel like a, white America was on some like, nah, we can't have this. This is another form of the Black Panthers, but a different way. We can't have this. And I don't then, know, kid. I think so, bro. I think they were laughing at us. Ah, oh, nah, because bro. of the fact that like, look at these people. They're sitting here being proud. To be called a color, not a 
from a country or, or any place like that, but a color did that didn't seem weird to you? Not, not to me because I didn't. I didn't when I when I was when I look at those videos when I when I think back at that 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 essence of that time, I didn't look at it as a color. I looked at it as African. I looked at it. That's how I looked at it. But some people could look at it. Like I, I can see. I can see people look at it as a, as a being probably be black. But I'm saying black, black. But I'm trying to say like, be proud of your your history. Proud of your ancestors. Like try to be. But how many of us really know we are from Africa? Who told you that? And why do we believe that with no research to know where we're from for real? Because if that was the case, how come no one's welcoming welcoming us back? To Africa, when we go over there, they try to rob and steal us. Because we got us. money, and they don't got no, money. No, 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 because you are not from Africa, and they know this. You have to be from a tribe in Africa to be from Africa. I never, nobody in my family ever talked about no tribe. Yeah, of course. There's nothing like that, and I don't believe that computer shit that they, again, try to sell you, and they dictate and tell you who you are. Where the fuck does two percent of Peruvian come from in me? Nowhere. I just wasted ninety bucks. So this is where I have the problem with that. I, again, I understand it, but I really think the higher higher ups who's really running things was like, look at these people. They're not even the color black. They are brown, but they're proud to be a color and not who they really are because we know. And we ain't fucking telling them. Man, that's tough for me. I mean, uh, that's tough, man. I I, I understand. What, I come here. I got what you say. I I just I don't know. It's tough for me, man. I I feel what you're saying. I just because I just don't we've know. Been, we've been conditioned over. And but over I, I feel and like over generations. But I feel like even Spanish people they 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 do that ancestry test. Even white people do that. Ancestry. Like I they think don't they need to. Spanish people know. They can tell you. I'm from Peru. I'm from Ecuador. Yeah, but, but, I'm from Belize. But think you know about, what I mean? but think they about, know their actual. They can pinpoint where their origin of their family. But came but, from. but now this no is my but this, but this is my question for you. What about the black people that's from Peru? They're not from Peru. They they weren't born there. They were born those in Africa. Peru, those are Peruvian people with dark skin. You keep holding on to the black. They're not black. I, I'm just not Peruvian people. No, they they are Peruvian, but of a darker skin tone. But I think they came out of dark skin because they came from Africa. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think they just. But if you ask those people, they'll tell you. I don't know shit about Africa. I know about Peru. No, I'm I'm <laughs> agreeing with that. But what I'm saying is, I, what I'm trying to say is, in all those Latin countries, all those countries where they speak, they don't speak English. They speak another language, whether it was was Portuguese or Spanish. The black people that's in those countries. Their ancestry is from Africa. Now, whether whether it was four thousand years ago, or you know three hundred, four hundred years ago that they came from Africa to Peru or to Chile or to Panama, somebody from any family came from because every we just know through history that South America and Central America, those people were fair skinned. They weren't white. They weren't. They weren't like uh, they were olive color, like a like a brownish color. But when you talk about when you see the ones that be black, like a black person. That person didn't come. It wasn't because of the sun made them that dark. No, they came from Africa, bro. That's that's where the first person was ever found. The very first person was found in Africa. The bones of the remains was who from Africa. Who told you that? Who was the person who said that? Like who said that the first skeleton yes. remains was from Africa? It's yes. just 
Who? What's, uh, his, what's that person's name? I don't know his name. Well, you have to know that. You believe in what that person said. So you should know that person's name. You should look him up and research what that person has done. For, all right. So for to me, I remember, so I remember this vividly. I don't remember if you remember back in the 90s, had these, Philadelphia had, used to have these scrolls. Oh, uh, these, these like. Oh, I don't believe a lot of shit oh. that these people oh, are okay. trying to push upon us. That's why I said if, if if that was to be any any truth to it, that we everyone should know that guy's name who said that. But you don't. We don't. I mean, we, I think we, if we go, we Google, we can find out who was the person who who found the first skeleton remains. He could have been a white person. I'm just saying. I feel like he couldn't. He could have been anything. Yeah, but I'm think about this. Like, if remember we do our research from history. Uh, what was the, what was the it was called uh, Pangaea when the, when all the contents were together before it broke up into, you know, broke. It was called Pangaea. Again, this is stuff that we were all told and never witnessed. So it was really hard for me to believe. Yeah, I mean, I see, I, yeah, I I believe it, bro. I, and like I said, and I don't know the the people who did research, but to me, like, if you look at Africa, you look at uh, South America, you look at North, if you were to zoom and put them together, they fit to, they fit together perfectly. So whoever knew that it was a, a continent before it broke into all these different continents, whoever found out, I can't, I don't know who did that, but I'm, pre- when you put Africa and you put South America and you put the bottom half of, the, of Africa and you put the part of South, Central America, South America, it, it connects perfectly. You, you, it, geographically, uh, it connects okay. perfectly, but it's halfway around the world. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, at one point in time, it had to be, I don't think, Somebody's gonna make that up, like you said. It could be because it could be, it could be made up. I, me personally, I don't believe that. Because, like I said, because that's the case. Think about this: when it was all together, that's when dinosaurs roamed. Then it broke apart. When it broke apart, that's why you can find dinosaur bones in Africa. You can find them in Russia. You can find them in South America. You can find them in America. You can find them in Canada because it was yeah, all one thing together before somebody, it broke up. Somebody put them there. I don't believe that. That's out of control. That's another. That's another topic right there. I don't believe that. You can't lift no dinosaur and put them on no plane or no boat and then drop off in Canada. Like, how are you going to do that? Again, we, I did not live to see no dinosaurs. I mean, I mean neither. But we but we know for a fact that they existed. I don't. i never seen no dinosaur bones. How do I really know that's a real dinosaur bone that's in the museum? Or that's not some made-up shit? Because you know they replicate masterpieces. They don't never put the real shit out there. Yeah, I come on, bro. I'm not. Yo, I'm just. I'm, this is the way I think about nah, it. Nah, yeah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't, nah, bro, I don't. I don't. I've never seen no fucking dinosaurs. So I, I'm like, I haven't seen a physical dinosaur. No one's in our lifetime seen a physical dinosaur, but they find remains all the time, bro. And they be all over different continents, which brings me back to when it was Pangaea. Even if you don't believe that. Pangaea was one continent where all the dinosaurs did the big earthquake, the big um, uh, the meteorite came and broke the continent, and they all drifted apart and they finally settled eventually. That's why you got skeleton remains in all different parts. What I'm trying to say is, whoever, which I got, we got, we got to do my research to find out who the guy was who said the first skeleton remains was found in Africa. What I'm saying is, bringing this back to what I was initially saying was that when you talk to uh, Spanish, Puerto Rican, or I have a couple of uh, Puerto Rican friends, uh, women, and they all say the same thing. Like they say, "Oh, my history was from Native American and from Africa." And I'm like, "What do you mean Africa?" They're like, "Yeah, 
Every, and they like in, in, in Puerto Rico. I mean, for all Puerto Rican, Puerto Rico. For all my shout to all Puerto Ricans, they always say that the people who, not the thugs, the people who edu- educated themselves, they all say our ancestors came from Africa and Native Americans. Because Native Americans left America or South America and went to the islands, and then as a territory, when Columbus or whoever whoever the real guy was who started bringing Africans over to our side, were dropping them off there. They mix together. So that's why you'll see a very light-skinned, light-skinned, almost white Puerto Rican person, but then you'll see a, a black, purple Puerto Rican person. And they, and that person, now he might say, I'm Puerto Rican, I ain't black, and I'm cool with that. He said, it, I'm not it ain't about the color. But they know their ancestors are from Africa. So what, what I'm saying to you is this. I feel that um, the powers that be saw that we weren't going to Black Panther right where we got to bring guns and we're going to start popping people if we don't got respect they saw as a different, like these people are trying to unite as we were once kings and queens and they're treating us like we're nothing. We can be better than this. I feel like they got scared because they thought, what's the potential of these black people? If they can feel, if they feel they can do better than what they, what we trying to keep, we trying to keep them in a box. If they, if they can feel they can get out that box and be better, what's going to happen to us? I feel like that's what I'm trying to say. I feel like they were nervous about that. So that's when they started pushing, let's do this gangster rap. Let's let's put out all those, all some of these movies that we had, let's re put them out again onto TV so people can see what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed to be selling crack. They're supposed to be beating on women. They're supposed to be, you know, uh, shooting people. They're supposed to be killing each other. Like, I feel like they, that's what they did because they, now wasn't, they weren't scared that we going to take it. They knew it. But even in the 90s, it was 70% white people in America, 20, 15% black people. So they knew we could never take over, but they knew that we had the potential to do something greater than what we, we could have done and they killed that. That's what I'm trying to say. They had a feeling we could we could do something greater than. Like, so think about this. What about like, like, even like you said? Like I'll give you an example. In Oklahoma, they had that all black. They said that all that all black city. They had all that money. All they, they, millionaires, all in that one town, and white people came there and crushed it because they didn't want to see them to have that power. They didn't want the black people. And white, black people can figure out this whole part of uh, Oklahoma and live this whole part of Oklahoma and, and, and be millionaires and have their own banks, their own. Uh, uh, their own like grocery store, their own train station. What's happening from doing it another place, another place? So to avoid that, let's 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 kill them, let's slaughter them, and bury their history so they can never figure out. Because remember, that shit only came out maybe like twenty years ago. People started start finding out about what happened in that Black Wall Street. Because remember, it was buried. They said they, I I saw a documentary where they was talking. I was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. Where they talking to like people that said they're like 95, 96 year old women who were a lot. They were kids when this thing happened, and they said that. When they went to school, they, they the teachers told them never talk about this. When you get older, never talk about this. They said they, they were already in Brit teaching these black little kids in that time. Don't never talk about it. When you have kids, don't never tell them about this. What happened? Because they don't want that tarnish on their record. White people came in and conquered these all these black people. They don't want that in their conscience. So they say never talk. So they, they said when they got in their twenties, thirties, and they started having kids, they never even told their kids. And eventually, somebody started picking at them. They's like, well, this is what happened in the this how this happened in Oklahoma. We had a whole black town, and they killed us. And then people say, what? And then as time went on, people started, un- started peeling the layers off and then they started finding out what was going on. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like, I'm not saying we are going to take over to America. I'm not saying we were going to do that. But I feel like at the 90s, when we were trying to preach, like, try to do better for ourselves, they saw we had a potential of doing that. So they started putting that gangster rap in there to kill that. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's, but that's that's the game. We can't be mad at the game. That's how the game is. But just just sad that they did that because we had potential, man. We I still do. We still we still got potential. But like you said, like 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 my man from Portland, she just said, 
He said, when somebody got killed, the number one, he said, when somebody got killed in the 90s, the number one record on the radio was Fight the Power. Then as 2000 came on, when somebody got killed, that was like crazy. The number one record was Lollipop from Lil Wayne. Not to disrespect Lil Wayne, but see, it was a different time. So when somebody got killed in the 90s, I forgot who it was, it was Fight the Power. And Yusuf Hawkins, maybe somebody got killed. And, it was like, and that was the number one song on the radio, Fight the Power. But then, you know, 20, 13 years later, when somebody else gets killed, that was historic, not historic, but somebody got killed that people knew, the song was Lollipop. Lick him like a lollipop. Like, he's like, he's like, the times has changed. Like, where are we going with this? And it was like, where are we going with it? You know what I'm saying? And that's the, that's the problem, I think. Like, the power didn't do anything. It didn't do anything, but. And, and Def Jam was run by Jews. 100%. And a lot of the HBSUs was started by white people. Hundred percent. I just found out the other day that uh, Rockefeller's wife, yeah, uh, was <laughs> spell was Spellman. Exactly. That's crazy. Not crazy. That shit is the truth. Nah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Happening. So again, even these so-called all black things aren't. That's true. Is what I'm trying to tell you. Yeah, true, I, and so, I agree with that. Because this is the way it's run in this country and that's the way it's going to be that's so, terrible so again we claim that the motherland is africa why aren't we going back to make that better and then instead of continuing to suffer here is what i don't understand me neither i i never understand that i'll never understand it i i will never understand that we like captivity we are conditioned and molded into liking exactly taking the scraps we are given Word. instead of packing up bouncing and going over to live with the lions you want to yeah. know why ain't no bentley's ain't, ain't a lot of that shit going on out there Word. Not a lot amenities and shit like that. Some of them you having having bathrooms. You had a bathroom yeah. outside. And cats ain't trying to live like that. And it's a lot of different rules and structures over there. And the average American ain't gonna be able to handle ain't that. Gonna be able to handle that. Nah, I agree with that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But yeah, uh podcast listeners, man. I, I at, at one period of time, are you old enough that one period of time from eighty eight to like 93, man, it was a good time. Man, it was a lot of, it was a good time. Though. We can't get it wrong. It was a good time, though. It was a, definitely was a, it was definitely a. I mean, because we were young. That was our time. So yeah. that music was, you know, our brains were sponging to it. And, 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 and at that time, being young, you might have thought, oh, man, this actually might do something. But then you get older and you're like. It was just music. It was, bro. That's <laughs> like I said, because like you said, we we rest, we got we got a solution. Like we want to get out the box, but what was the problem? What was the the next step out the box? No one had that answer. Crickets. It was no one had that answer, and that's why we fell so far back down. Because yep. nobody had the answer for that. And like I said, the people who probably did have the answer for it, they were in, either killed, turned state, or in jail. And like you said, if they were able to write something powerful in a book. Average cat was going to read that. So, <clears throat> exactly. So we were doomed there, to fail there, anyway. There you go. You know what because I'm saying? We fail ourselves. Yeah, man, that shit crazy, bro. That shit is crazy. What we need to do is what Leroy Master told him: look inside the place where you have not looked inside, and then you will find the master. Facts, yo. No cap. 
No cap. Word up. Word up. I can't even shout out no skeezers on this because this is this is a hardboiled TV. Word up. Word up. Word up. Yeah, man. That, that shit was definitely fucking hitting. But for my pocket listeners, man, thank you guys for stopping by, checking it out, man. Like I said, man, just, just pray, pray for a brother and... I'm going to get these records. I'm going to get them out soon, man. I know you guys down in here. I'm getting them out, man. I said, I'll be working so much, man. I was telling my man, Axel, I'll get one day off. And one day off, I'm running errands and trying to be with my family, so I don't be having time. But I got soon, I'm starting to get two days off. So, ladies and gentlemen, I start getting two days off. The game is going to change. We'll be pumping them like we used to pump them. Heavy, heavy, heavy. You know it. So, we're about to close out. We're about to get we're getting close to end of season two. So, get ready for season three because it's going to be some good shit popping. Just believe it. Best believe it. But... Thank you guys for listening, man. Thank you, Axel. You guys, you want to plug, man, before we, we get out of here? Um, nah, I'm just chilling, man. Just trying to lay low. All right, no I doubt. I might have to uh, take a little break and focus on some other things, but as soon as I get something going, I have you. All right, no doubt, no doubt. So, Pocket Listeners, man, thank you guys for listening again, man. St. Mark's Park after dark. You know how we always end the show is one life, one love. It's going to be one king. Peace. <laughs>